0: Curve comedy network.
1: Da-da-da-da-distraction. 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 Distraction. Hey, what's up everybody? This is Will, host of Distraction Podcast. Distraction Podcast is the little podcast that I've been doing now for 20 episodes where I teach you about some little overlooked everyday thing that we all know about, we all use, but we don't know anything about its history and origins. And that's what I'm gonna do for you tonight is explain the history and origins of something that Eric Moser on Facebook asked me to research. He wanted to know all about Kleenex. So tonight, I'm going to teach you all about the history and origins of Kleenex.
0: I? Uh, can I am I allowed to ask a question before we start? Of
1: course, Is this
0: this going to be about the history of tissues in Kleenex or just specifically Kleenex? Oh. Are they intertwined?
1: uh, Are they? They are. But uh, (laughs) this focuses on the brand of Kleenex. Fair enough. Because that's specifically what Eric Moser wanted.
0: Perfect. I want to make Eric happy.
1: So facial tissue, to answer that question that you asked earlier, has been around for centuries. In fact, it originated in Japan, and they called it Washi. And they, um, they've they been described by a lot of Europeans who have voyaged to Japan. And uh, in one 17th century European account of a voyage to Japan, they described Washi's as this. Soft, silky papers they blow their noses into the size of a hand. They never use it twice, so that they throw them on the ground after the usage, and they were uh, all delighted to see uh, people around them precipitate themselves to pick them up. So oh j- yes, yes. Oh, I, I wrote
2: that review. <laughs> oh, you did? Of, of washies. <laughs> from, yes. From the seventeenth century? Yes. Wow. Uh, 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 Are you a vampire? I was asked uh, I'm European. <laughs>
1: oh, okay, you live a lot longer. <laughs> yeah,
2: yes, yes. Uh so, what's your name? Uh of course Steven I'm sorry, what? Steven. Steven, Steven, okay. No, Steven. Oh, Steven. It's a very European name. Should I say it like you, Steven? No, you're saying it wrong. What well, do no, I say it? Steven. Steven. No. No. You're making fun what of me. What should I say? It? I will write a review. Of no, the I'm way not. That I just want to know how to this. say your name in your native tongue. Steven. This American could use a washi on his tongue. <laughs>
1: Uh, Yes, I could. I'm not going to say your name anymore. Uh, So what did you think when you saw Japanese people using a a silky... When I
2: first saw the Japanese people, I said, well, there's a nice person. Yeah, of course. And so I wrote a review of the Japanese people.
1: Oh, of the people, not of Washies. Nope. What did you think of the... What what additional things did you have to say about Japanese people?
2: Well, I was like, well, um, they're out there in the world. That was nice. Uh-huh. Uh, I also thought that one day, this looks like a very uh, good person that will, will make a technology of some type. Although the word technology hadn't been invented, uh, yet I did it.
1: <laughs> you, admitted, you had uh, a vision for the future of the Japanese being great with technology before there was technology. Yes. Um, also, also what did you with, think with technology would become? in your vision, in your dream. Oh, technology was the future. Well, of course, but I mean, generically the future, or did you have an idea of like, oh, the Japanese are going to make... Hmm, well, I had an idea.
2: Like if there was an ability to have a little round ball on this type of screen, and it could go back and forth, back and forth, I really hope that
1: one day that might be possible. Oh, so you had a vision for Pong. Invented by the Atari company? I don't know
2: what that is. I just wanted a ball on a screen. That oh went okay. back and forth. Well they didn't do
1: that. They they invented the Atari, which cre- the one of the first games they created was called Pong. Was this is Japanese people? Yeah, yeah, I think so for the most part. There you go. I did it. Well, thank you, Steven, for stopping in and interrupting. What a lucky
2: day we had to have you here, Steven. Is, well, I'll go back to predicting something else
1: now. Bye man and i forgot to tell you uh, up top that uh this podcast is routinely interrupted it seems to be the crossroads for a lot of people and no one has any manners they just burst in through the door front and back from the ceiling sometimes it doesn't matter so the japanese had these washies and they've been around for centuries and so that was kind of like we're not sure sure who invented the concept of facial tissue but then When did they become commercially available? When were they marketed as Kleenex? Well, I'll tell you. There was a company called Kimberly Clark, and they are the Kimberly Clark Corporation. It's an American multinational personal care corporation that was founded in 1872 by John Kimberly, Havilla Babcock, Charles Clark, and Franklin C. Shattuck. False. Who are you? Everything you're saying is false. Mm-hmm. How could it be false? Mm-hmm. I, did, I did some really great research on this.
0: Um, I'm sorry. Then you must not have researched me, Kimberly Clark. No,
1: I, oh, n- n- you- <clears throat>
0: you're Kimberly. I'm Clark. Uh, it's like uh, it's like you two are, what, friends and sisters? Uh, we're inventors, and it's sexist that you think that we couldn't invent things. Oh,
1: I didn't say you couldn't invent things. I was just wondering what your relationship was to one another, Kimberly Clark. Oh, we're Kimberly
0: Clark. We're Kimberly Clark, a pop duo slash inventor. Oh, Clark.
1: so see? There it is. That's information I didn't know before. You're a pop duo. You should have asked, are you two a pop duo? I wouldn't have known to ask that. How was I to tell you were a pop duo? It's implied by the skirts, William. I don't look at women's skirts. I'm married. I can't look low. I can't look below a neck anymore. I respect that. <laughs> I just look directly into your eyes and try not to wander. But now that you've invited me, is it? Do I have your consent to look at your skirt? Well, now that you say that, no.
0: Oh, okay. Wait, well, did just... you say you try not to wander or wander? Uh, I wander. Nope. No more questions. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. Okay. Wow. Okay, that was uh,
1: very interesting. I don't know what they invented or what their pop songs were. But that was Kimberly and Clark. Maybe we'll hear from them again. So this company was uh, created by... Well, John Kimberly and Charles Clark. Those are the two main ones. In Nina, Wisconsin. And the company was primarily a paper mill company when it started. And so they would create all sorts of products out of wood. They would process... It was like a wood mills in a paper company. And they have... uh, launched all these brand products that we all know, like Kleenex and Kotex Feminine Hygiene Project, pro, Projects products, Cottonelle, Scott, and Rex Toilet Paper. Bring them in, bring them in. the yep. hell is this? this, is, this is Why the, is there a truck backing into the studio? This is the second grade Kotex projects. <laughs> oh no, what does that mean? Well, every year I take the second graders
2: and I have them, I give them each, they get one Kotex and they get to Wait, pick a project. You're giving, their, you're giving have,
1: second
0: graders uh-huh, tampons. I have little Timmy here. All right. And he's going to tell us a little bit about his project. Um, Mr. Crumbum, can I go to the bathroom after we're done? Mm-hmm. Crumbum. Now remember Timmy with your project, well, how do you pronounce might his name? even be able to go to the project to the bathroom with, it. but go ahead. Well don't, don't don't get my hopes up, Mr. Crabble. It's okay, it's okay.
1: Wait, you want you you are excited to take a Kotex to the bathroom? You're you're a little boy.
0: Uh I don't see the purpose why, in that. Why are you just announcing facts? Well, yeah.
2: because
1: I this seems bizarre to me
0: that Timmy, Mr. Crobbo. It's, okay. it's an
2: adult, he doesn't understand what's going on. So that's why we're gonna have just Miss, Are you to, teaching Mr. kids
1: Mr. that adults don't understand what's going on? That's pretty
2: much I mean you see in the world anyway. <laughs> let Timmy
0: Mr. Krabba. am I still allowed to express myself artistically? To, oh yes, Timmy, you can. Thank you so much. So I was given one Kotex and then I was told that I should create something with it. So what I did was I took apart the Kotex and I realized that inside there is a cotton ball. So I thought, what do I use a cotton ball at home for? And it is to sop up blood. So what <laughs> I did,
1: hold on, you, your immediate use for cotton balls at your house is to sop up blood. Again, why, are you, not- just, why are you just, just announcing <laughs>
0: facts? No,
1: it's, it's just shocking to me that at your house, somehow there's enough blood that cotton balls are used to sop up blood. And you say sop, like there's a lot of blood. Sop is like, I'm, I'm really, I'm really absorbing a lot of blood. Well, sop was our word the second week. Uh, and so we learned a lot about it. Stop, cop, nice drop,
0: drop plop. Those are all op
1: words. Yep. Yeah, that's great, uh, Timmy. I got to tell you, you're doing great. You seem like a bright kid.
0: But is your home life okay? I mean, why is there so much bleeding at your house? I didn't say there was bleeding, but I just said there's blood. Did you know there's up to eight <laughs> quarts of blood in a human body? <gasps> <laughs> I didn't know that. We know that. We learned that in biology. Mm-hmm. Have you have you sopped up eight quarts of blood,
1: an entire body's worth of blood, at your house? Not
0: all at once. <laughs>
1: Oh no, Timmy, are you confessing to a? Uh, did your family murder somebody? Mr. Cababo, can I go to the bathroom now? You,
0: yes, you can. Thank you so much. Thank you.
1: I <laughs> no, oh, that was that was freaky. Uh, second graders with uh, tampon projects, and then little Timmy sounds like he's gotten into a lot of blood. Uh, I'm gonna actually uh, hit the little uh, silent alarm under <laughs> under my desk here. And uh, hopefully we can uh, track down those people later. And so uh, they've other brands like um, Cottonelle, Scott toilet paper, and Huggies disposable diaper wipes and baby wipes. And so here's the thing: here's what they were making at uh, Kimberly Clark. They were making cellul you, sell you cotton. Which was a substitute for cotton it, for the U.S. Army in 1914. Uh, they used it as surgical cotton in World War One. And army nurses would use U cotton pads as disposable sanitary napkins. Six years later, the company created the tampons that Little Timmy was using to mop up, sop up, body blood. And after that, to supplement the Kotex products in World War One for the nurses, they invented out of their U cotton Kleenex. Uh, disposable handkerchief to help with women's periods. So,
0: from the course. Uh, Excuse me, if Kleenex were meant to help us, why are they mo- so messy? <sighs> who are you? My name is Janet. Janet. I, um, Janet. Okay. It's a common name. I
1: know. Okay, Janet. I, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. You're a woman who deals with. Uh, issues.
0: I, I most certainly am not. I'm simply a woman about town.
1: Oh, you're a high, but, high-end woman with no biological processes about you?
0: I have biological processes, but that's not something we speak about.
1: Well, you were the one who said that the Kleenexes were so messy if it's supposed to help with your, your female issues. The problem is... You opened the door for me. <laughs> Shall I continue, or do you want to continue to interrupt me? Well, I just wanted to be sure. This is a safe place for you to talk about your period.
0: I don't have my period right now, and I don't think it's a lady-like thing to talk about in mixed company. Well, it's
1: just really you and me and, well, Paige.
2: I'm I'm here, too.
1: (laughs) Oh, God. Hello. Who who are you? Oh, God. Who are you people?
2: I I just was standing in the corner.
1: What are you doing in the corner of my studio? I'm just
2: holding this box of Kleenex.
0: Oh, God. You know what's going to happen with the Kleenex once he's done with it? What? He'll dispose of it. But the problem is, in my time, a gentleman would pull a handkerchief from his pocket, he would blow all sorts of snot and other human fluids into it, (laughs)
1: and then put it right back in his pocket. What other human fluids would he blow into it besides snot? I am a lady! (laughs) I'm just curious. Like most of the time, like I've heard of like the pocket handkerchief. Obviously, that they mostly like blow their nose with it. But you're talking about other fluids. Boop,
0: blood, semen, and urine, William. The whole gamut.
1: Oh, my God. So uh, a gentleman would offer you a poop, blood, semen, snot handkerchief. But he would fold it in such a way that I couldn't remember that those things were inside of the folds. You couldn't remember. I think that if I saw a bloody semen filled snot rag, I'd remember it and, and politely decline using it.
0: Well, first of all, thank you for bragging. But the point I'm trying to make is with a Kleenex, they don't throw it away. I mean, I'm well, sorry, they do throw it away, so they end up all over the place. Yeah. And as the lady of the house, when I'm going around to clean the dustbin, all of the liquids have drained out of the Kleenex and piled in the bottom of the dustbin. Oh,
1: God. It's just like a like primordial soup of human genetics in the bottom of that dustbin, isn't it? Now
0: a period blood doesn't sound so gross, does it?
1: No, it sounds like like a like a suicide of bodily fluids in there. Don't say suicide too loudly or murder because there's a kid out there who might take you home and sop up all your blood with some
0: cotton swabs. Well, as a lady, I'm will be no part of it. I'm going to leave immediately.
2: Okay. See you Janet. Thank you. Would you like a clean axe? I folded it up for
1: you. <laughs> Don't take that. I have a Thank few- you so much. Oh, no, Janet. Oh. That's so sick. Are you going to go?
2: I I mean mentally no.
1: <laughs> You'll be keeping
0: I'll that in the old
1: bank.
2: Physically I'll just be here.
0: Excuse me, sir. Uh-huh. Um, I was on a field trip but I think they all left. Can I just hang out with you? Yeah. Cool, thank you.
2: Have you ever have you ever held a box of Kleenex?
0: <laughs> no, but I have a Kotex in my pocket. Do you want to swap?
1: Oh, God, get out of here. That is so freaking disturbing. It is awful at every level. Get out of here, you two. Please don't ever come back. Um, So Kleenex were used uh, to supplement feminine hygiene products, but um, they were also used, interestingly, during the First World War as paper to filter gas masks. How about that? Not very effective gas masks, if you ask me. Uh... But that's what they were invented for. And, uh, and that's what I use today. What's that? Who are you? I use the Kleenex as my mask walking around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're one of those guys, aren't yep. you? Yep. Oh, boy. Okay. I'll follow the rules. Got my quotes up because I got something in my front of my mouth. You're like a you're an ironic anti-masker who barely wears a mask. Yep.
2: What, it, what, what's your name? Although what is irony? I don't know.
1: Uh what is your name? My name is U S A. Jesus. <laughs> no, it is not. I th- I feel like at this point uh, after this week like the majority of the USA is on the other side on this one. Oops,
2: sorry. I got it backwards. <laughs> My name is A S U.
1: Yeah. You are an ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, big time, dude. Yeah, like why can't you just wear a real mask? yeah this is a weird mask. No, no, it, it is a weird mask. <laughs> That is true. A real mask is what I'm asking. Oh, real mask? Yeah. I thought we were supposed to be wearing a weird mask. Who told you to wear a weird mask? That's what I hear. This is not Halloween. No, I... This is a pandemic. Oh,
2: I've been getting it wrong this whole time. People have been saying
1: real masks? When somebody told you in March of last year that there was a... I'm marching. I'm going on a march. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, God. That looks like like, uncomfortably Nazi-ish to me. Oh God, what is happening today? We are getting the most uncomfortable guests in this episode. I hope that guy gets... Well, I I don't know. I hope that he gets reformed. I'll say it that way. I had another idea in mind. I hope that he runs into Timmy. (laughs) That's all. Uh, So eventually they started marketing Kleenex to the general public. And in 1924, they marketed Kleenex, the Kimberly Clark Company, as... um, disposable uh, substitutes for face towels or cotton wool in order to remove cold cream. And they w- their advertising slogan was the new secret of keeping a pretty skin as used by famous movie stars. Movie stars like Helen Hayes and Gene Harlow. <laughs> you know? Really popular movie stars. Ah, yes. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Who are you?
2: I'm the slogan man. I'm the one that comes up with the world's longest slogans. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Mm. I think they had more time back yes. in the 20s. Yes, we
2: had infinite number of time. Time didn't exist. Did you they-
1: Did you specifically get hired by the Kimberly-Clark Company? Oh, yes, I
2: did. Yes, I got hired by the Kimberly-Clark Company. I got Horga- hired by the Morgan & Stan Company. I got hired by uh, Frito-Lay Company.
1: I got hired by Kraft uh,
2: Hershey's.
1: Wow, this is incredible. Uh, I, would mm-hmm. you mind, uh, yeah, giving us some of your most popular slogans from ah, from that time, from yes, that yes, time yes, period? Yes, yes.
2: uh, no, mo- you'll have to remember. Most of these uh, did not quite make it uh, past um, into full marketing. they okay. were, were kind of right there, and then they uh, there was uh, some, oh something some, some little doofball like, <laughs> shorten it. God, whatever. So, with Hershey's, the Hershey Kiss. Sure. It's like a little drop of a milky white substance that collaterates into a semi heart shaped thing that is wrapped in foil and gives you a momentary pleasure of life enjoyment that you can. Put it
1: in a little bag and carry around with you. That was your slogan. Ah, yes. Ah, rolls right off the tongue. Mm-hmm. Let's see if anybody can remember. Can, let's. Can I hear it one more time? And I'll see if I can remember it so I can tell my. <laughs> <friends>. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Of course, yes, of course.
2: <laughs> it's a little drop of uh, milky white dew that's put together. <laughs> you put a little. Chocolate powder, cold in there, and then you're you're gonna wrap it up into some silver silverish, and then have a little thing on there, and it's like it gives you a little drum drum gumdrop of life, and you put it in your pocket, and then it melts in your melts in your hand, um, and then you, you also <laughs> put it in your pocket a little more, and then uh, you can give it away
1: uh, during Arbor Day. <laughs> I thought. You know what? I honestly couldn't tell you if that was the same slogan or not. That pretty, I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was the same slogan. Let's see if, well, Paige, you're here. Could you repeat that for me? Uh, Hershey Kisses, they are? A little white and black nor- morsel of <laughs> dew that rolls off your tongue, and sometimes you can put it in your pocket and keep for a while and then give it to a friend on Arbor Day. Wow, I hmm. feel like you missed like most of That it. was a good beginning. She got about 10, <laughs> 10%. <laughs> but nice try (laughs) now i you can kind of see hearing it back how that might not be the greatest slogan which is something that people like will specifically remember the product for i think it's perfect okay well how about you give us just one more like uh kimberly clark also did kotex we've been talking about kotex uh feminine hygiene products the tampon oh tampon! yes yes yes
2: i did theirs i did theirs as well yeah sure tampon the perfect item for a second grade project.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like somehow <laughs> that sticks and that's memorable. And it's also something that people are using today. Mr. Grambam or something like that has children making projects out of, out of tampons. Or something. Yeah, and- well, thank you for being here. Yep. What, a, what a delight to hear uh, these unfortunate long ass slogans from the 1920s. <laughs> Uh, so that's how they were originally marketed as these kind of disposable wipes to take off cold cream and, and makeup.
0: Uh, yeah, and it ruined my career. <laughs> Who are you? My name's Chuck. I sold hot cream. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: you know what? There was a guy in the studio earlier making hot cream in the corner. <laughs> well, okay, never mind. That, that, that's <laughs> just another
0: guy that's going to cut in my profit. Screw you guys. I'm out. No, no. Bye, Chuck. <laughs> That is terrible for Chuck.
1: I don't know who would buy a hot... That's just a terrible product name. Uh, so, I, you know what? I honestly didn't really research what cold cream was, but I imagine it's sort of like a, a facial for women or men, I guess, at night. Uh, and then you use the, the, this to wipe it off. But eventually, after they it, launched the
2: 19... 19- it ruined me as well.
1: Uh, I, what ruined you? I,
2: cold cream.
1: Cold cream ruined you. Yeah, you look. You my, seem okay. My to me. career. Who are you,
2: Trevor? Trevor.
1: Yeah. Okay. I,
2: I sold lukewarm cream.
1: Oh no! <laughs> Do you happen? I mean, I imagine uh, you invented lukewarm cream. Hmm. Did you have a slogan for it? I hired a guy. <laughs> Was it the original slogan creator from the early, early 20th century? You've used him before? No, he was just here, actually.
2: Really? Yeah. I need to get my fucking money back. His slogan didn't work. <laughs> what was the slogan for lukewarm cream? Oh, God. Uh, it was something like uh, he used uh, lukewarm cream. I remember it started out that way. And then it he started, he's like, it's it's a temperature... Thing that goes into uh, and then he went into some other type of words and then he said uh, i heard that wait the, wait
1: wait maybe he's still here hey Paige, can you call and see if that marketing guy's still here sure
2: Does, uh, somebody called me
1: yeah, yeah 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 no no i heard that there was a guy in here uh he he's Trevor. Right. Yeah, Trevor. oh hey Tr-
2: hey uh, i like my money no no uh cash the check sorry no gives you back these
1: uh, so yeah. he said that you, you created the slogan for the lukewarm cream. He ah, said it, it didn't work. cream. But he said that, you, that no. maybe you'd know the whole slogan. I it, just...
2: it, it worked, Trevor. No, it didn't work. It worked. You just didn't apply the promotions correctly.
1: Well, what was it? Just tell us what ah,
2: Lukewarm cream. When you're in an area that feels like a room temperature and you have this type of desire through you, Clickety-clack, clickety-clack, clickety-clack. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the clickety-clack. Don't interrupt me, Trevor. (laughs) Just spread it around your body. Do you even know it's there? You
1: don't, because it's lukewarm. (laughs) That is is a terrible slogan again. I don't even know what it is. But somehow my hot cream didn't do well. Yeah, uh, maybe... uh, I would not recommend it. I had my own slogan, and it
0: didn't seem to help. What was Chuck, what was your hot cream slogan? It was just hot cream. Put hot cream on your face. <laughs> oh, nope. Bye, guys. Okay, bye.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I knew I did not want to hear more about it before, and now I am sure I don't want to hear any more about it after that. And so by 1926 they were realizing like oh people aren't using this shit for cold cream they're not wiping cold cream off of their face every day and so they did a review in in a midwestern market in peoria Peoria, illinois they did a little test um test marketing uh, a little review and they found out that 60 percent of users were using it to blow their nose and so they showed a picture of people wiping cold cream, and they use a picture of people blowing their nose. They're like, which one of these pictures are you more likely to use Kleenex for? And the majority of the audience, the customer base, said, oh, we're going to use it to blow our nose. Well, to be fair, I was confused. What do you mean? Who? You were back there? You were part of the original study on Kleenex? I was. And what's your name?
0: Uh, Biff. Biff. Well, well, well. And uh, why were you confused? Well, they didn't say, what do you use it for? And then at the bottom, it didn't say one of them was blowing the nose and one of them was cold cream. It was just a picture of one person removing cold cream and the other picture I assumed wrong. What did you think the picture was of? I thought that they were using the Kleenex to do some like harmonica. You hold on. And you, that was my vote. And I talked to a I lot. I know of it was
1: friends. a different time back then. But you thought this dainty little white piece of paper was, a, was
0: some sort of new harmonica? I want to remind you it was 1926, and it was not a photograph. It was simply a drawing. And I thought this would be exciting to have a tiny little disp- like collapsible harmonica that I could have. All my friends in Peoria three had one too.
1: Now, did you think in the other picture, the the other one, that they were using harmonica
0: to remove cold cream? <laughs> oh no, I just thought that they were using <laughs> something to get rid of the hot cream. It didn't it, it specify. Wait, hold was, on. Are you one of did, Biff? Did you use hot cream? Everybody was going to use hot cream, but then that cold cream came out, and it was so much easier to use. <laughs> yeah. The hot cream burned.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I guess the slogan was effective on you.
0: Oh, I put it on my face.
1: (laughs) Of course you did. (laughs) (laughs) Of course you did. So you voted that you wanted a mini collapsible harmonica. That's what I was hoping for. And you think that lots of people had the same kind of confusion that you did? Uh,
0: Everybody in Peoria 3 that I knew did it. Peoria three, yeah. Look at it, Peoria, Illinois, I, I-, I- L L. It was I I I. <laughs> uh, it was I I I. Back then, we the postal code was I I I.
1: Biff, uh, I think that you got major problems, Biff.
0: Well, we'll agree to disagree.
1: Okay. Well, thank you. I I will take that. Oh, you said I I. Just one more. <laughs>
0: I I I. There it is. <laughs> you're you're like Peoria too. All right. See you later. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So besides Biff, I think the majority of people they tested realized that the Kleenex was blowing someone's nose, not a nose harmonic. I object to this test. Who are you? Dr. Rorschau. You're Dr. Rorschau? Rorschau. Not Rorschach, but Rorschau, baby. He's my brother. Okay. Rorschach's your brother? Yep. Is your first name Rorschau, then? Rorschau Rorschach. So your brother's name is Rorschach
0: Rorschach. Yep, that's correct. It is.
1: (laughs) Oh No, there's Rorschach Rorschach and Rorschach Rorschach. Rorschach, Yep. Okay. Well, boys or fellas grown to men. Doctors. Can I call you doctor?
2: That's what I just said. Dr. Dr. Rorschach. Rorschach.
1: You're like, yeah, you're like Doc, uh, Doc Hollywood or whatever. Like you use your first name. Uh, as, as your doctor name. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what's up? You objected to this test where there's two pictures of Kleenex use. Yeah. Why? This is not the, this is not the Rorschach test. Well, no, your brother would
0: have administered the Rorschach test. I certainly did. If you want, I could do a little mess on a piece of paper, fold it in half, open it up, and we could all talk about what we see. <laughs> do a l- We've had too many people in this studio
1: do a little mess on a piece of paper today. Um, but sure. Do a little. How are you going to make a mess? Or do you have any uh, bloody tampons? <laughs> oh my god, I don't know. There's a teacher here who had some projects. Uh, yep, yep, yep. Found it here on the floor. Okay, Rorschau. You found yep.
2: him. Um, ah, I see a brother that could never live up to his full
0: attention. I'm sorry, that's a mirror.
2: Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh I think you guys <laughs> figured it out. <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. There's some... I never trusted that Rorschach test, and now I know why. Okay. Um, so, people started using Kleenex to blow their nose, which we all know now. That's how we all use it. It, it turned the tide of the marketing, and so they ended up marketing in the 1930s Kleenex as Don't Carry a Cold in Your Pocket. That was the slogan for it, Don't Carry a Cold in Your Pocket. They obviously changed marketing people, uh, got a different slogan for it. And, uh, and Kleenex, ever since the 1930s, uh, have been marketed to uh, basically blow your nose and get rid of hay fever and colds. And, and that's exactly what Kleenexes were meant to do. Selfish.
0: What? So so don't put the cold in your pocket, right? So what do they want you to do? What are the options? Keep it or give it away, right? I guess so. Who so are Kleen- they- Kleenex, hey, 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 don't worry about it. kleenex is basically saying (laughs) give other people your disease that's why that's why i don't use vaccines
1: yeah oh well well, you should you should probably like especially now you should probably get the vaccine we're in the middle of a i don't
0: need it but you know what i also don't need other people trying to give me their cold well i don't think people are literally handing other people the tissue i think they're they're i think they should keep it themselves if you if you got a cold you keep it in your own pocket you know
1: what i'm saying well, yeah, but I mean, what if they threw it, disposed of it in their own trash can? Would that be okay?
0: Well, that's still on, on their person. Yeah, and that's fine to me. But then, what do they do with those trash cans? They they put them in a trash bag and they take them to the corner and they go to a dump. Right. And what happens then? It's opened up. The wind blows and it gives me a cold. And I get the. I don't want a vaccine.
1: Are you telling me you think that your colds have come from downwind of dump trash
0: or upwind? I'm not going to be specific. Do you I'm live simply near saying, a dump?
1: Are you angry you live near a dump? Is that what's happening?
0: Yes. (laughs)
1: Uh, I don't know. There's lots of of things that could be giving you colds. I don't know that Kleenex wind is what's what's one of them.
0: Well, we'll we'll agree to disagree. I'm going to go ahead and leave and lick the doorknob on the way out. See you later. Oh,
1: God. All right. Well, this is why it's going to take forever for us to get back to live shows. That guy right there. And one
0: little interesting
1: fact. In the 1930s, once Kleenex started getting super pops, Uh, They used a cartoon called Little Lulu, and Little Lulu was a little uh, nefarious girl. She'd play pranks and stuff. She was a cartoon character in the Saturday Evening Post, but they actually used that cartoon to market Kleenex, and then they really took off, and pretty much ever since, ever since, Kleenex have been... Uh, the tissue you use to blow your snot rockets into. And and has become synonymous with the word facial tissue, regardless of the brand, regardless of the manufacturer. People in America and across the world now refer to those little disposable handkerchiefs, the little disposable papers, the washies from Japanese as Kleenex. Hey whale. Hey. Hi. Who are you? Are you your, your wife? Little... Oh Jesus uh i didn't times? expect to. i didn't expect to see you. well yeah i know you I surprised just, me i i asked you to text before you show up to work uh, yeah well i just was kind of listening
2: to your little podcast you asked me to listen to whatever these little skit things you do i don't know what they're doing
1: i asked you to listen to them later i didn't ask you to come spy on me well, I, I asked I, you to I, listen to them afterwards and then tell me if how i'm trying did. to be more involved in yeah, your well, life and just listening, and, and then I noticed that. Well, now you're in it. Yep. Now you're in the mm-hmm. podcast.
2: Mm-hmm. I heard you talking about how you don't, you can't look at me from below the neck.
1: No, I can look <laughs> at you below the neck. No, you said I'm a married man. I can't look at any woman below the neck. No, I can look <laughs> you at you. Said, any woman? Did you I say said, that? You said, Do you want me to make a correction you now? Said, because apparently, I married you. I destroyed your vision. That now my wife do you do see love, what i'm do wearing down
2: here no you don't because you can't see it no it's i can see it though. it's a skirt if you, you would, look yeah. beautiful you wish you could see in a skirt i see your skirt i can see it too
1: come on chuck get, yeah. out of here. <laughs> get the fuck out of here <laughs> uh that has been uh, the distraction podcast today that's the history of cleanets thank you very much to our performers tonight uh, matt Kirchhoff. John Colby, Mm. always underscoring uh, with great genius, Paige Scott. And I've been your host, Will. Uh, We will see you next week on Distraction. And thank you so much. Continue to support Red Curb Comedy at redcurbcomedy.com slash not that. Uh, Patreon.com slash comedy and uh, listen to all the great shows that we're making on the Red Curb Comedy Network too. Alright, we will see you next time for episode 21. Bye! Bye! That episode, I would say, the slogan for that episode <laughs> would have
2: to say it it got to the point in a relatively roundabout matter, uh, and it usually used a, lots of different type of people that would be out right there, and then there was also a lot that had to do with some type of Uh, paper product that was in there and there were some interesting type of personalities that came through
1: you are the worst fucking slogan man there ever existed how about this slogan for you that's a good slogan for me (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) distraction 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 Red Curve
0: <laughs> <Curb> Comedy Network <laughs>